0: But right now, we're um, in the heart of the horse racing season. It's the Spring Carnival. We all love it. The greatest race, uh, the greatest two minutes of sport happened on Saturday with the the Cox Plate, and what a result that was. Thrilling. It was thrilling. And, well, they've got the huge Flemington Carnival uh, this coming weekend, and there's also big races in Sydney, including the Golden Eagle, and that's where our next guest will be flying up to to compete, and that's well, Melbourne Cup-winning jockey of... uh, no, uh, 2019 craig williams G'day, craig. hey jack
1: how are you
0: couldn't it be better thank you for joining us mate um, now um how has your carnival been so far what's been the highlights um a couple
1: of group ones um horses racing really well um i've been lucky enough not to get suspended so i've been as a <laughs> children and uh, all of my children are healthy and well and so am i so uh oh i I've got no
0: complaints this spring carnival can can I just ask you because it's been a, a controversy uh through the spring carnival and it's the 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 way the, the whips have been used I know the the, the Corfield cup was um, was marred by this but do you, as a jockey do you know how many whips you've done
1: well we've, it's it's part of the rules and um, it doesn't matter where we where we ride whether it be Melbourne Cup, the Caulfield Cup, the Cox Plate, or a, a maiden sale on Sunday. The rules are the rules, and we have a ten plate. If if we breach the rules, then we are subject to to the penalties, and and they are they are what they are, and it is what it is. But we. We have an understanding because we've written with these new guidelines or rules, of these rules for some time now and we have a, a good understanding. But to be honest, it's not, you know, only the times you, you count the times that you use your, your aid or your tool and that's because you actually have to use it a lot earlier so you're mindful of that and have to count it. But with everything that's going on, it's not that simple to be able to count. No, it's not that simple.
2: Craig, as was here, um, you've been a jockey for a, a long time and at the top of the game there. Just, just tell us when you're in the run how how difficult it is to to, to steer such a magnificent animal at that pace.
1: No, look, it's not, That's what we do. I've I've been lucky enough to do it, and luckily got things more right than wrong for thirty years. And they're very well bred. They're 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 bred to be race horses. They're trained extremely well. And our job is, you know, as as the spoke in, in a very big wheel. Um, is that we, we use our, our skills to be able to encourage them to, to go as fast, to be brave through um, to tighter runs, and to know, and hopefully, if they work with us in tandem and we make the right decisions on top of them, that you just get the best performance from them. And this time of the year, everything's extremely well highlighted. You've got great coverage and video, and all the different networks and angles from different TVs. And cameras and um, and and the expectations are a lot higher too, so it's a really exciting part of the, the year. But this is what we do. It's the same as all your guests that you reeled off of a list of people that are absolute superb athletes or were complete great athletes at their at their discipline and that profession, and, and we're no different as, as
2: jockeys. And you said earlier too that you you haven't been suspended, but uh, how, how is the body? Because uh, you you are semi coming back from an injury. How is the body?
1: Yeah, I broke my clavicle um, six months ago, but I come back. Uh, I was disappointed because I broke a couple of ricks and and broke a finger, which put me out for. I, I was just short of four weeks and came back and been a couple of two group. My well, first weekend back, I rode a group week, group one we know, on on Giga Kick in Sydney. So um, I was very lucky. I was very lucky. I had, um, I, you know, I I fell off a horse and, and broke a few bones and one was a clavicle and and had a great surgeon to be other to... Um, Andrew Oppie put me back together, does all the AFL players, and if it wasn't for the other broken bones, um, I would have been back a lot quicker, and I was really lucky because that's all that happened in, in a racing incident. And um, and since then, um, I then had a holiday. We went over to Ukraine, and that gives me a greater perspective on life when we're, we're taking over survival kits to save people's lives. In, in a country that's being invaded by their neighbour and the, the, the amount of loss and um, of... Of you know, loss of innocent lives, children, women, it's just disgusting. And, and to see the devastation of war, you come back and you have a, a greater perspective and realise how grateful and lucky that we are, that we live in Australia. And for me, my job is I'm a professional sports person and can go about my job. And if I don't win on a Saturday, then I don't win the race there on a Sunday. But if the Ukrainian people don't win their mm. race, then... They don't actually exist anymore. They don't have a choice of existence. So, you know, it's given me a great reality check and a greater perspective and, and appreciation as well, guys.
2: And just on the the Ukraine, I know you've been a, a, a spokesperson for that uh, for some time now. Is the VRC uh, uh, giving you sort of free reign on that?
1: Free reign. They've financially contributed. Like people that I walk up, that pass me in the street and, you know, they see me more as a person who's been able to be um, a conduit and a vessel to, to be able to, to show people in Ukraine that, you know, through financial donations, that we give a damn about their, their struggle, their fight. And um, and people have... Yeah, so people free reign, I'm not too sure if that's quite accurate, but the amount of support we've had is... Is, is overwhelming and we get a bit embarrassed when we go up there and see how grateful Ukrainian people are from people over 15,000 kilometres that give a damn about their, their struggle for life and, and freedom and something that we just take for granted every single day and, and that's luckily because of our our forefathers and our servicemen and women and and obviously geographically where we live, thank goodness.
2: Yeah, and it's also a credit to yourself. Uh, a lot of people with platforms don't uh, use them as, as well as that. Uh, now heading into uh, Saturday. Today you're not, you're not uh, you're riding down in Melbourne. You're up in Sydney. Uh, a big race. What, what can we look for there?
1: Yeah, Joel, I'm, I'm going over up there because there's Golden Eagle on and and also a row horse called Balanipatana And the Gear Kick Stakes. So um, we made a business decision. My manager, Jason and myself, a couple of weeks ago, we felt that we couldn't guarantee to win one of the three major races we had on Derby Day in Melbourne. We had a couple of nice horses to run well, but didn't think we could win it. So we made a business decision to go to Sydney on Derby Day. So I'm really looking forward to it. I've been in the last five races up there. And then, of course, all focus then turns to the first Tuesday of November at headquarters at Flemington, the Melbourne Cup, and my ride. Um, she, she worked really well, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you know the, the final field at uh, at Flemington for the Melbourne Cup, and also the barrier draws come. I think it's three thirty or three fifty on Saturday afternoon.
2: Well, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, now, the Melbourne Cup is it. That... I know it's uh, it's a pre- prestigious race. Your riding technique. Are you are you thinking already about that, or you just you'll do your build up maybe the Monday?
1: Sorry, Joel. It sounds like they got you down the back of the studio. Oh, sorry. Right. The question broke up on me. Sorry, what
2: was the question? Uh, just your build up to the uh, to the Melbourne Cup. Are you, uh, are you thinking about that much now, or are you will you wait to do your form and your study uh, a little bit closer? The Melbourne Cup. I've
1: been building up for. As a professional for 30 years, and as a as a kid growing up in racing for 40 years, so every year it's a build up. Don't worry. like it's just you ask any of your guests that you've got on, and and you know what their grand finals are, or their you know what they want to be. You've got some great you've got some great guests coming on tonight, and they'll tell you that they we dreamed of that when we're kids. We we go to we eat. Luckily for jockeys, we don't get to eat too much. So well, I'm not because my horse. The stanchion only got fifty-one kilos, so there's not too much eating for me. But we dream <laughs> about it. We, you know, when I was at school, you know, I, I might—I know there's going to be a lot of spelling mistakes in grammar, grammatical areas, but I wrote stories of winning the Melbourne Cup. So I was very lucky to do it on Bound to Clare in 2019. Actually, he runs—he ran really well this year. He drops down to fifty-three kilos and he's in good form. And 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 for us, the Melbourne Cup actually does change your life. It is one of those special races. And I believe it's made so special because the people of Australia make
0: it that special. Oh, well, we try our best, that's for sure. Uh, now, tell us, well, what's the feeling like? Uh, you, you're as you said you found to clear. You, it wins it t- in 2019. Just describe the feeling of winning a Melbourne Cup and that last 100 metres of that race. I mean, how special is it?
1: Well, there's there's two different answers to to that question. The first part was the last 100. It was all about having him into a nice rhythm and, look, the winning post is there. Those horses sprinted better than him, but he hasn't dropped away and I'm still in contention and I'm just – I even remembered lowering my position in the saddle to drop drop my heels just to keep him balanced and don't overdo anything and complicate his stride and – and I remember getting back, and then the last 20 yards, it's like, wow, the winning post, and I think I'm nearly in front, and then I can feel this horse coming from the right-hand side, from behind me, and then I can see it in my provisional vision, and next minute, all of a sudden, I've copped pressure, and I've, I've seen the race that many times now, and know what it was. <laughs> Another horse made contact with that horse that was making rapid ground. Anyway, he hit my horse, actually spurred my horse on, and then next minute, He he threw in a couple more really good long length strides, dashed late, and then it, came in, it went past the post going, oh, my goodness, I've
0: just won the Melbourne Cup, and it's that special. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> well, I just, there's, a, there's a lot of feelings in sport. I mean, with the Baseball world, uh, world Series is on at the minute, and just imagining, you know, hitting a grand slam in that and how special that feeling would be. But just, yeah, riding the winner, and particularly in such a close Melbourne Cup, <laughs> is, it, is it more relief than anything, or is it joy, or what's the first thing that came to you?
1: Oh, I think it's all of those, yeah. Jack. Oh, I can tell you, it, there is relief because, you know, we, we they're the pinnacle. So you're doing everything. You know, I hadn't won it before. Then I think I had like 16 goes at it, or 18 goes, I'm not too sure, 16 or 18. And, and then every time I didn't win it, just for my ego, i just asked just another handicap. But I must admit, <laughs> winning that race, it is the greatest race on earth. And right. And, you know, and, and the, our Australian, you know, when you... You know, we're so lucky we live in Australia. You know, after the grand final, you open, you grab the newspaper the next day, and the front lines is sport. You know, it's not death and destruction; like it's fabulous. It's just that good. And for us as jockeys, we can't do it without the equine athlete, which is the thoroughbred. And so it's an amazing combination. And then the, all the work that goes into the, the, the thoroughbred who's doing the running. I'm just sitting on top, or we're just sitting on top as jockeys, is is unbelievable. And 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 everything has to go right for an average of a 500 kilo animal um, competing against some 23 other <laughs> a yeah. average of 20 you know 500 kilo animals an average of 60 kilometers an hour and you've just got to go a bit fast and have a little bit luck than them on that day and then you throw up melbourne weather like come on <laughs> <It's> melbourne <laughs> weather so you've got all of those other things and like i said you're dealing with with an animal you no. know and and our job is just to encourage
0: it and keep it uncomplicated for it. Yeah. But well, it's just, I mean, we, we've just gone through the Cox Plate, which I'm pretty sure in a lot of our horse racing people's vernacular and, and a lot of sports people's thoughts is it is the best race of the year. It is the best two, two minutes of sport every year. I mean, it just it, why is the Melbourne Cup special more special than that?
1: Well, because I ran second in the Cox Plate this year, then the Cox Plate was not special at all. And, And when you started off and how good it was, well, it wasn't the greatest when I didn't get the photo. But my horse, Mr Brightside, was unbelievable. And I was just... I just thought we did our job, that we were first past the post, and I just couldn't wait to hear the killer song coming back to scale, Mr Brightside. And then all of a sudden the camera car who follows the winning jockey after the race boots off and i got oh no maybe he's got maybe he's got it wrong and as it turned out no i got it wrong i thought no, i won and no. i didn't so as it turned out um, my horse was amazing uh, we had a really good run in transit but we just didn't win the photo yeah. so it's not the greatest race this year but, <laughs> but it was a thrilling contest and it took a, a hong kong superstar to just to just beat us uh, but the melbourne cup is is just different again because we make it that special and I love it that Jack, you thought that you were all the, the voice of the whole Australian population. But but <laughs> we got, you know, people you know people in Australia and now because it's now a a, a global targeted thoroughbred horse race, uh, they they, they, they stop and take notice. I, I rode in England for three years and and I was so patriotic. Hey, you gotta to come to the Melbourne Cup for this one. They go, Oh, it's just another handicap. And that's how it was Now Now when a, a staying horse Wins in England and Europe They go Oh I hope it's good enough For the Melbourne Cup So it's amazing in 15 years how, how the mentality Changed over there They want to be part of Our great our great race
2: Craig can I just say Your ride on Mr Brightside Your ride on Mr Brightside uh, on, In the Cox Plate Was outstanding 10 out of 10 You must have been pleased With your ride <laughs>
1: I'd rather be unpleased with my ride and get the best <laughs> results, <right? laughs> But anyway, if you put things into perspective, and I'm a sports person and I love women, we all love winning. And I and the worst part was I thought I won, so I'm yeah. off the spec savers uh, yeah, <laughs> during the week. But I, again, he he ran his heart out. He you know and you know I got the I wanted to protect the rail. I was able to do that even off the slow start. And you know he was great. We just didn't get the photo and and that extra glory. But. If we tick all the boxes and say we all did our job well and, and he ran his heart out and that and we just didn't get it, then, you know, it was still very hard for me to swallow until I was actually on the phone to a, a family member and I was probably crying on someone's shoulder at the time. Yep. And, and, and then I got an alarm on my phone and it, and it signals that where my mother-in-law lives in a part of Ukraine, um, she had to go down to, there was a, a, a projectile, Warning, so she has to go down to a bunker to hope That she's okay, and I went, wow, that's perspective You know yeah. what, I just run second in a horse race, that's all yeah. So, it was very easy For me then to move on, but I am a, I am A very fierce competitor And I don't like running second, I'm like Tell a guy, what's that called, that, something nice yeah. When he goes, um, Ricky Bobby if you're, not, if you're not first, you're last So, we do have that mentality, but I've been in it For long enough, and for me, I've won Two cocks plates, you know, I've had a, I, I'm very lucky, and I'm and, and I love doing what I'm doing, and now and now, I I see uh, a lot more maturity in in um, how I assess things, uh, especially post post race, and it, that that helps me, you know, move on with things because you can't carry baggage and think about what happened before in the next race because it will cost me the res- a good result in the next race if I do that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And just just a quick word. I mean, your your ultra competitive mate uh, Damien Oliver is hanging up the saddles uh, at the end of this carnival, at the end of this year. Uh, just a, just a word on him. And are you going to miss him, or are you thank God that he's gone?
1: I'd say the second part. When he's a competitor,
0: <laughs> thank God he's
1: gone. He makes you be the best that you are every time that you go out there, wherever it is, whatever track, whatever the weather conditions. If I'm out walking the track, he's out walking the track if i'm doing homework he's doing homework he he's, he you know he, he's made me be the best jockey i can be and we stand up on a world stage so i'm so grateful that you know uh, i know when he was beating me and we fought out uh, we fought, fought out championships i think we did heated in one and i beat him in another but um, i don't get too many bragging rights over damien Older's cv that's for sure but he's is, he's is clearly the benchmark and um, and, and I'm very lucky that, that um, I, I, I was able to, not only was he my idol before I started to ride, but then also been able to compete against him, he's made me the best competitor I could possibly be on a racetrack, so I'm grateful.
0: Oh, oh, ripper. Fantastic. Hey, on behalf of Australia, uh, you're a fantastic <laughs> sportsman, great. Uh and uh, good luck on the weekend and uh, the next week.
1: Jack, I just
0: love that you speak for the heart for everyone that's great. I think that's fabulous. So, guys, uh, you have a great week and thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks, Craig. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, mate. Oh, Craig Williams there. <laughs> Multiple Group 1 winning <laughs> jockey. And, yes, as on behalf of a, of the world.
2: <laughs> well, I've followed, I've followed racing for a long time and he's... Oh, he, he's spot on what sure he said. He, he He's matured over the years. Yep. Um, and it comes down to perspective, and we see a lot of that. But yeah. he's matured over the years uh, and become a great spokesperson, a yes. great jockey. So just to, the best.
0: just to be uh, just to settle the uh, the confusion, uh, was was asking those <laughs> questions. It's all right. No, I'm not he that gave good. a clip to me. So am. Joel, you're perfect yes. without doing anything. I'm sure.
2: I'm sure. Like his parents, Joel's parents, uh, and I'm sure. I'm very happy that he's not too. Keen on his races, <laughs> um,
0: but you're yes. right. That Cox plate finish was incredible. Oh, he rode a peach. Oh, oh. how he lost it!
2: Because Mr. Brightside's issue was not being able to run out yeah. a strong two thousand forty oh. metres. Yet he saved every piece of ground. Yep. and just weaved his way through when he had to, and he missed by yep.
0: This by so little. Oh, it was just it was a great race, and not look. I don't know. Was I talking? Am I? Am I, am I right? That the Cox play is the best race of the year?
2: Oh, uh, it's for the best horses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was oh, wrong. Yeah. So he gave well, me Well, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but it's, it's not the Melbourne Cup.
0: No, but not, is the Melbourne Cup a tad overrated or is it... No,
2: no. Okay.
0: No. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. A huge show to come. Uh, we've got Michael Bevan to join us very shortly. Uh, Caleb Windsor from the Eastern Rangers Footy Club, potential top 10 draft pick. Uh, Leonard well, after Copeland. he
2: speaks to us, he'll be top 10.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, he'll go skyrocketing up. He might be number one. He I mean, might be North Melbourne player. He might be two or three. You know, Because I don't think this Reed fella's going away anytime soon. Uh, Leonard Copeland. So, Joel, you'll be able to say something? Oh, yeah. I'll be able to say something with that. Good. So I'm leaving that to you. Rebecca Cole. She's the captain of um, the Southside Flyers this year, and they start their... Big game on Saturday night against the Melbourne Boomers. She must have some skills. Date Basketball Centre here in Melbourne and Juan Turner. So, and if you go there and look at the gardens, just say thanks to me. <laughs> uh, what did I g- say you
2: planted last time? Some yakit danders? Yeah, but that's something, actually something a, silly. That's a, think, a country town, my mum tells me.
0: It's <laughs> damn <laughs> easy to talk rugby union and... What a, what a time it is for them! Hey, we have got an SMS line. Was this is new, <laughs> Joel, we were all about it last week. So we love this. Oh four eight five eight double six nine eight one is our SMS line. We'd love you to get involved. Uh, SMS about anything. Um, Careful. We, well, no, no, we're happy to we're happy to receive anything. Um, you know, if it's about the Melbourne Cup, it's about the Cox play. If it's about footy or cricket, like give us it, a tip. Yeah, like. I don't know yeah. England uh, and Australia this Saturday night. Like, it's
2: about Joel's journalistic skills in the, with our
0: last guest. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. Good. spot on, wasn't he? Like he couldn't do a thing wrong. Oh, no, man. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with that actually. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one of the big issues of the week uh, involved one of our football teams. Uh, mine, not mine. <laughs> 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 Melbourne. Uh, they were, they they found themselves in a bit of uh, heat at the minute, um, and they they they've um, obviously come short in a few areas. A couple of their players have uh, been up to a little bit of mischief, including Clayton Oliver and and uh, Joel Smith, to name two. Uh, everyone's got their opinions on them. Uh, was yours? Oh.
2: I thought you were going to announce that well, ba- the, it balanced out with your Ma- well, McClellan Trophy. You,
0: you, I was about to say, I was going to get your thoughts on that and just say, <laughs> look, you know, they also won the McClellan Trophy this week. the I'll best te- club in the land.
2: I'll text my thoughts to you on that because <laughs> I probably can't <laughs> say on air. Uh, what's going on? Look, drugs, the AFL is no uh, stranger to. Uh, I just find it funny sometimes how... You know the strike system, and people don't get named, etc. And some people do get named, and uh, that's you're not going to stop it. No, it's especially the coke that everyone's doing is in society. uh, It's massive. It's huge. It's everywhere. Um, So you're not going to stop it, um, and it's just player beware. You're doing it, and you get tested. You're going to get your strike or get announced, and we move on.
0: And Joel? Uh, should Melbourne, yeah. should, we be, should I be worried? Uh, well, you have to sort of ask the question, is there more to it
1: than just Joel Smith, um, you know, at the head of this sort of drama? Um, it's difficult to comment on it as people outside of the club
0: and not in the AFL media or the AFL sort of... But what spirit. about how, how Melbourne have handled it? Like, uh, I, do, you, do you think they've done it well, or do you think they could have done it better? Or um, Well, they've only
1: really just recently sort of come out and Opened commented up. on it, yeah. and it was Simon Goodwin who came out on SEN, I think it was, mm. um, and was talking to Gary Lyon about it, a Melbourne legend, and mm. Gary Lyon, rightfully so, was pretty disappointed with how that it was handled. Um, so, yeah, I think,
0: yeah. look,
1: it, it's difficult to sort of address, but, yeah, I think it could have been done a little better.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I agree. It's
2: left a left a lot to be desired, but mm-hmm. um, again, though a lot of it's really none of our business.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. So, so let's, let's talk about facts then. Melbourne yeah. no are the best club in the land. <laughs> yeah. Trophy, million again, dollars. Yeah. You know. If you, won you want
2: them. facts, well, we don't have them all. No. So but the
0: latter says something was. Oh, that's a fact. Yes, that's you are
2: fact. the greatest team of the year.
0: Club. Club. Well done. Yeah. I mean, we also. I mean, we won the moral. million bucks. But, yeah, yeah, not moral premiers. Moral premiers. To Stephen yes. May and, I mean, Joel's mob. I mean, they they got the cup, but <laughs> no one worries about that <laughs> in the history books. You know, that's written down as Collingwood's flag, but mm. you know, in history, people will just remember that it's Melbourne's.